I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Hard Currency, the Financial Times podcast on the foreign exchange market. I'm Roger Blitz and our guest this week is Steen Jakobsen, chief economist at Saxo Bank. And Saxo Bank have just put out their outrageous predictions of 2017, Steen. We'll come to those in a moment. But how did you see the world at the beginning of 2016 and how do you see it now? I think the main call we had last year was the inequality call. So basically, we used that to say, hang on a minute, this Brexit uh, thing is going to be dangerous, that Trump is a real candidate. The movement behind that is the inequality and the anti-establishment move. So that was sort of mainly the theme. And in terms of the hard currency side, we were very much for a stronger dollar based on the fact that uh, the money market uh, regime change we saw in October, plus also you know the LIBOR and currency default swaps. Was in, in case listeners don't believe it, I was reading a note that Steen wrote in March and he predicted Brexit and Trump would happen. Just put the Italian referendum in context. Was that on your radar at the time? No, of course not. I don't think it was even <laughs> on Renzi's radar, to be honest. But I think he made a huge and, and very, very rookie mistake of believing that taking any EU question to the to the voters would work in his favour. You remember, not a single vote in European history has actually worked when you ask the voters, which I think a lot of politicians tend to forget. But I would say that the, the Italian vote confirmed that they are not reform-friendly. And I think the most likely scenario is a bureaucratic government probably buying time into the 20, late, 2018 expected election. But I also think that the the more crisis we get in Italy, the more likely it is that Europe would actually start moving forward on the agenda that they tried from Brussels to go for for so long, i.e. getting a true Europe, a more unified Europe, and a Europe where Germany plays a bigger role in terms of being more stimulant to the rest of the economy. And does that mean the euro as a currency, does that mean it's, it's having going to have a volatile 2017? I think that we were probably seeing in euro dollars, which I think most of your listeners is interested in, uh, we, and euro sterling, we'll see that we will have a parity, a 102, 103 test that is possible. Yeah. But I think the longer trend and the next 10% move in Europe is actually on the upside. And when I travel around Europe, especially Eastern Europe, but also the what we used to call the Club Med countries, yeah. we're seeing that these countries are doing well. They are competitive. And very often, their growth rate is 1% or 2% even above the US. So I think we forget that the fundamental story of Europe is very sound. I do agree that the political noise is larger than it's ever sure. been but do not underestimate the willingness and the hard working and then technology is going to be playing in Europe's favour because sure. we can do robots as good as anybody's. So Saxo's outrageous predictions amongst them is that Brexit is not going to happen. This feeds into this narrative that actually Europe is going to become move more towards the UK position? You can take the headline as it is and say it's never going to happen or you can say that the deal that Cameron actually had going into the referendum oh, is God. exactly and very similar to the deal that the UK is now trying to achieve. Yeah. The only difference really is that sterling is 25% cheaper. So if they did this on purpose it was a very good exercise. Of course they didn't but I think at the end of the day, what is important for the UK and for the investors in the world is that the UK is going to have the same access 
access to the single market, in my opinion, yeah. despite all the strong rhetoric on both sides. And I think the only real differentiator is that in the UK, we now have a proper conversation about what UK needs to look like in the future. We didn't have the ability no. to have that before. No. And we have sterling 25% weaker. And to me, that sets up a very, very strong year for sterling in 2017. Right. With all this political noise. And so just give us a run through of some of the, your currency predictions for next year, what, what you like in particular next year. So, so I think we, we see the peak of the dollar around the inauguration, if you want to use a catalyst, okay. because you also have to remember academically and practically, when Fed is in a rate height cycle, actually the dollar weakens, it doesn't actually yes. get stronger. Yes. And, and the reason for this, of course, is that it's a reserve currency. So by hiking interest rate, it actually takes away from growth in the rest of the world and hence forcing the dollar to go down and in value to replace this lost output growth. So I think Fed hiking and promising to do again, by the way, for two to three hikes next year will make the dollar weaker per se. And I think Trump has over-delivered in terms of expectations. The Trump disappointment is a big it's call. It's a big, big, big call for next year. Yeah. I think uh, I like to phrase this in the following way. I think Trump is going to be much better than the liberal left thinks yes. he's going to be, but he's going to be far worse than the Wall Street wants him to be. Where does this leave space for other currencies, therefore? So we have the Chinese equation, which I think is important. China, just coming back from China, China is continuing the, the, the transformation from being an exporter to yes. being a consumer economy. You're talking uh, about 8% GDP next year. We, in the outrageous prediction, yes. Yeah. But even in our, our proper, if I may say that, uh, <laughs> GDP, we, we are positive. Think about consumer spending in the next 15 years, quoted by the economist's uh, own unit on China, is going to grow by more than the total spending, consumer spending in Europe today and the consumer spending and its own is going to grow by five and a half percent year over year so as consumption becomes a bigger part of the Chinese economy also the underlying firm growth in China will actually be replaced and then technology is a huge driver okay. uh, and you're just back from Japan you're looking at the yen going where next year the yen is going to be strengthening, going back towards the 100. The weakening then. And I think that is going to be a story of inflation overshoot in Japan. Right. Don't forget the two biggest pools of savings in the world is China and Japan. China is already starting to unleash some of this money into the spending side. And in Japan, they're importing a lot of goods from China. And China's PPI price has gone from being export of deflation to now being plus 1.1%. Japan's going to feel some of that. Wages are relatively tight and governments pursuing a policy of actually increasing it. And on top of that, I think that the uh, JDBs with the new fixed rate policy of zero interest rate at 10-year could actually drift towards a 40, 50 basis point. Sure. So so that will put sort of the omen on Japan to have a higher than expected inflation outlook, plus that the imported grow, import prices through energy as well will, will put the top line growth higher. You were saying at the beginning of the year that you thought... We needed to move away from central bank monetary policy, the, the rock stars, towards more infrastructure spending. This now appears to be happening, but you presumably have doubts as to how it will be implemented and how successfully. More to the technicality of it. So think about the US. So Trump, he can do whatever he wants in whatever size he wants, if you're radically, but he cannot implement it before he gets to the actual calendar year of October, because the, of course the annual budget in the US runs from October to October. Yes. So we have a gap between now and October where basically the world is at risk. Then we see what needs to be delivered and what will be delivered, and that's probably a very different story. I think a lot of people in the US has hoped that Trump it was going to be very different from the candidate when he became president. I yeah. think the early signs is actually he's yes. going to be very much like the candidate. Yes. And that net as talking as economy is going to be negative for growth in the U.S., which again vindicate the view that, yes, the dollar strength will continue a little bit, but it's the momentum overdrive that is 
presently driving all these valuations. Although just finally, Steen, another of your outrageous predictions is the peso is going to soar. Mexico is not going to have this great pressure on it. We love the Mexican peso against the Canadian dollar, especially. I mean, Canada is one of the few countries that really hasn't changed, that has remained very conservative, is the illusion that PR agency of Canada is showing. But they have a huge holding boggle, a very concentrated banking risk, commodity exposure. On the other hand, Mexico remains extremely competitive in every sense of the word that you want to use. I think Mexican pesos has been overdone, and I certainly don't see any walls coming up. If there's any walls, it's going to be to Canada. Can't wait to have you back this time next year, Steen, to see how many of these outrageous predictions that come true. My thanks to Steen Jacobson of Saxo Bank. Next week on Hard Currency, we'll be discussing the reaction to the Fed meeting. Uh, Does it raise rates? What will it say about the path of rates into 2017? Join us again for Hard Currency. Goodbye.